Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Manga Monday podcast, part of the Weird Science family, a manga podcast that is a family, not a network. And I'm here without a family, my bro, Luke Hollywood. He is sleeping. He needs his beauty sleep, and I think that everybody is well aware of that. So I'm going to be doing this week's Manga Monday solo. And I'm going to be doing something that's going to be very, very quick. It's Mob Psycho 100. It's something that has become all the rage. Uh, The anime is very popular. And I will tell you, unlike a lot of other times, I did end up watching the anime a bit to get ready for this episode. And I was only planning on watching the first episode just, I mean, quite honestly, I wanted to see if one of the characters was pronounced Regan or Reagan, that's the only reason. I, and then all of a sudden I realized I had watched half the season one because it is very addictive. I think this manga is very addictive as well because it makes you just want more. You end up reading it, and it's not even just the idea of, oh, my God, that was so great, I got to continue. It ends up having that little thing where you're like, okay, I didn't get enough of that. Let me see what that guy's all about. Or let me see. And especially this first chapter, because I will tell you the chapter I'm going to be going through, again, very quick, in the anime, chapter one, it's actually just kind of the cold open for the anime. Because in episode one, this first chapter is over with, and then you basically hit the theme song to start the show. So you end up, it's about eight minutes long, I think I saw when I was looking through it at first, and then boom, you go into the theme, and then you go off to... The show, and I I can tell why they did it, because the main character, Mob, is hardly in this first chapter. He shows up near the end, but that's that little something that keeps you going, because they kind of break the fourth wall a bit with the narration, where when Mob shows up, they explain who he is, what he's all about, and then say to you, he is the protagonist of this manga, and then you're done. So you're like, well, I want to know more about the protagonist. So you keep reading. And then at the end of the next chapter, I got to keep going. And you just keep going. It's very addictive. Now, it is done by one, the writer, artist, one of the One Punch Man fame. And he seems to be doing a lot of things that were web comics. And then they end up get printed later, even redone. He ended up having the web comic of One Punch Man. And then it was redone for the whole digital deal and and all that stuff going down. The thing is, after reading the first chapter, the first thing that I thought was, especially with the art style, but just in general, it did remind me of One Punch Man, also something like a Mashal. And in that, I, I have to tell you that the main character, Mob, it's not like he pops on the screen and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, he's so funny or he's got so much charisma. Or charisma, as they say. It's just, he's got something. It's it's just so weird. Uh, but the, the chapter itself is weird. In fact, when I got done and I sent my messages to Luke, seeing if he was awake or not, he was not. That's a spoiler. The first thing I said was, that kind of was a weird first chapter, wasn't it? I don't know what he thought. He never got back to me. But we're going to go into this chapter one, which is called Self-Styled Psychic, Arataka. Reagan. I keep wanting to say Regan, but again, I watch the anime and they say Reagan. And you end up having the first page giving you an explanation of the world. And it's got quirky art. You see that right away. I'm going to tell you the explanation of the world is 
pretty generic to manga and anime fans. I mean, you could throw this beginning to Demon Slayer, throw this for Jujutsu Kaisen, name anything that ends up having spirits and things, even like an Ayakashi Triangle. But it's the quirky art combo with it that really does get me intrigued by it and really like it. And throughout this first chapter, there's a lot of humor. There's a little bit of toilet humor in it, which I'm all for. I love it. If you've listened to my Dragon Ball Manga Reading Club, you'll know that I love that sort of humor. And like I said, quirky art, it, it's very quirky. I mean, that's all I could say. But here is the explanation of the world. Strange phenomenon, which science is yet to explain, still exists throughout the world. Since ages past, people have become helpless with fear at these weird encounters frozen within the shadow of terror. Yet throughout history, there have been those who used occult powers for good rather than evil, who battled without rest, who shone a beam of light into this darkness, those heroes whom people call the spirit mediums. Now, that's a pretty cool, if not cliche or generic anime manga start. There's spirits, there's people who fight them. You end up establishing that. This is the fun of this first chapter, because then when you, boom, hit the title chapter page, you end up having this guy, I, Arataka Reagan, will undertake your request. Boom! And then you go into the next page, and you have a woman, the client, Hanako, say, oh my god, thank you, thank you so much. All these other people, they ended up turning me down. I never thought that I was going to end up solving this whole deal. Now, in that, you do get right away, and I'm telling you right away, the idea that this Reagan, you're not on the up and up, are you? You are a swindler. You're taking advantage. Just the idea that this Hanako is so over-the-top excited. Oh, my God. It's almost like, where do I send the money? Can I give you more? Oh, my God. Nobody else will help me. And you see, as you have Reagan go through this list of things, okay, this is what's going on. It really feels like it's a lawyer you know, type deal that says, okay, listen, you can have plan A, B, or C. A will give you 20% reduction of the spirit. You know, B will give you 50. C will give you 99% guaranteed reduction. And you end up having this woman on it go say, well, what do you mean reduction? I thought you got rid of spirits, like an exorcism or something like that. And he goes, no, 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 no. Spirits are like CO2 emission. Uh, you can't really get rid of them, though. When they happen, it could cause some damage. You know, CO2, it, it's bad for the environment. And here are these spirits. They're bad, but you really can't get rid of them. I actually, now, because I watch the anime, I might throw in a couple things. But I like in the anime where she goes, oh, like carbon monoxide. And he goes, no, 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 this is carbon dioxide. It's just kind of a funny because she goes, oh, they're poisonous, like carbon monoxide. He's like, I didn't mention that. I said dioxide. Come on, stick with me, uh, which was pretty funny. But yeah, he is trying to explain this, but the way that it's played out, at one point he smiles and there's that glint, like, ding, it would go where he smiles. He is a shyster. You can pretty much tell. That's the fun of this first chapter, because you will go through and When I said you get a roller coaster ride of emotions, things like that, it's more the roller coaster ride of, is Reagan telling the truth? Is he on the up and up? Because this guy goes from shyster to full out, he's telling the truth, to then being another shyster to other people. It, it's so crazy the way that he evolves in this weird way throughout this first really short chapter. But you end up where 
this Reagan says even listen okay and this is where you get the rub of what would be the flim flam here of listen I'm gonna reduce this spirit but I give you a guarantee the guarantee isn't like a money back guarantee the guarantee is if I don't do a good job you can pay me more money but you get a discount the second time that's where you realize this guy isn't on the up and up or you at least think that and then out of nowhere as this Hanako, who really ends up believing everything that Reagan says and is really enthralled and, and really like loving the idea of Reagan helping her, all of a sudden out of nowhere, this guy just pops out out of nowhere. Hold on a minute. And this is Taro, who is Hanako's boyfriend, or as they say, lover. And he says, wait a second, this seems fishy. This doesn't seem like he's completely right. It does seem fishy. <laughs> this is where Reagan, and I'll also mention in this that at this point now, you're not all, the way that it's played is so well done. You don't think Reagan is smart. In my mind, I never thought that. I never thought that he's just a guy who's trying to swindle people, but he's not really that clever with it. Not, but he is pretty funny. And he does seem like he doesn't really understand a lot of what's being said to him at points. But you end up this Taro who's, he's mad. He thinks this is ridiculous. He says, this sounds real fishy. I don't like what I'm hearing. And this is ridiculous. And that's where you end up Reagan's like, I I know. I mean, a story about having a ghost during her nightmares. And he's like, I don't mean her. I mean you. I don't trust you. You're a liar. You're, You're bad. And he, oh my goodness, sir. But you end up where they talk about this deal where Reagan says, don't worry, Taro, because when all this is done, I promise you that your girlfriend's face will be back to normal. (laughs) And Taro starts screaming, that's her normal face. And you do see it. And we've seen it all along. But because of the style and whatnot, you never really thought anything of it. And you're like, oh, she does have a problem there. But that's her regular face. And I like where Charles like, what? That's her normal face. But it's funny. It is really funny. So they go downtown to where this building is. It seems that Hanako in a bet. Hey, I bet you can't go into that old abandoned building. You're a scaredy cat. She must have went in. And she ended up getting scared because she saw a ghost or at least knows of a ghost that is haunting her dreams now. And when they go down the street. They're like, okay, which house is it? Hanako points. It's over there. Again, in a bumbling way, you end up Reagan's like, oh, my God, look. And you actually do see an abandoned building that looks like it's got, like, deadly mist coming off of it. It's really dilapidated compared to everything around. It's like, oh, my God, that is the most haunted building I have ever seen in my life. This is crazy. And they're like, "Uh, not that building, this one over here. And he looks over. Oh, yeah, that one's haunted, too. And Taro's get, Taro gets mad. What? You don't even know which building we're talking about. What are you doing? This is all like, he just keeps going with it. Now, you want to have the idea that Reagan wants to convince at least. I Really, he just has to convince Hanukkah what he, he already has. But he's like, no, 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 you don't get it. All of these buildings are haunted. Yeah, everything that's haunted, that's haunted. That, of course, the building that you want us to get. Yeah, that's haunted, too. But there's a lot of ghosts around. Now, here's the play. We started out this whole manga 
with a page that told everybody that there are ghosts out there. There are spirits and there are mediums that end up and they fight the ghosts, get them, whatever. So it has been established on the first page. This is legit. But is it the play? Is is Reagan legit? And at this point, you kind of think, no, there's no way. There is no way that he's legit, right? So he ends up still trying to convince. And it's he's one of those guys, it seems, that really, not even just the play that he's got a scam going, but he really fe- feels like he really wants people to believe him. Like maybe this is his only thing that he has, whatnot. So he ends up going, whoa, 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 watch out, guys. You just almost ran into a ghost. A spirit just walked by. Didn't you see him? It's the ass chin boogeyman. And that you see this like businessman who does have a chin that looks like a butt, which Taro does have to end up admitting. But he says, are you eight? Really what you got? And it's it's pretty much what you would get a middle schooler trying to Kaiser so say a ghost. He's like looking around. That guy's got an ass chin. The ass chin boogeyman. But is it real? <laughs> That's the fun of it. Because Taro's freaking out. Oh, my God, you are insane. What do you wait? This is ridiculous. Hanako, who really is the one who has a stake in the game here, you know, who ordered the stake because she is the one having nightmares. She says, don't be so rude to Reagan sensei. And then Taro, I, I wasn't being rude. He's being rude. They're like, okay, everybody just come down. And then in one of the best lines of this, which could be a meme right now, he says, don't worry, Aniko, hate is going to hate, right? And then you're like, really? Like, you're actually the medium here? This is crazy. But they end up seeing the abandoned building, and they do go in. So they go in. I'll tell you, there's more sweating in this first chapter than I've ever seen in any sort of manga ever. They're sweating it up, they are. But they're in this abandoned building, and this is where Hanako says. And this is, again, this is one of those things, if you ever had you know gone to a fortune teller somebody that you know my mother has gone to a bunch of fortune tellers and when i would talk to her about it my mom would say oh my god it it has to be true because they knew everything about me they mentioned you they did this and i'm thinking really like well did they ask you any questions and my mom basically is so ridiculous oh yeah they asked if i had any kids and i said yeah i have two sons jim and and steven and then they knew you. I'm like, no, 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 you, you told them. And this is kind of what the play here, you kind of feel like this is going on because Hanako says, okay, this is what happened. It's not like they go in and Reagan says, oh, I sense a ghost that does this, that, and the other thing. They go in and it's Hanako who goes, yeah, you know, I heard the rumor. There's this, you know, whole ghost story about a guy who was in this room, in this building. He ended up seeing a cockroach and he jumped so high because he was afraid of the cockroach that he went through the ceiling and died, and now he haunts the place. And you have Reagan say, you know what? I think this is that kind of place. I can tell because you know what? I do think the legend's true. This place has cockroaches. They're like, what? And I love the way that this Taro, he's there as everybody. He's us. He's our point of view guy. We're like, what? That's not what we're talking about. Of course this place has cockroaches. It's an abandoned building. What are you doing? And he's like, oh, we better better get out of here. And so all this is happening, and Taro just starts like, this guy's a total fraud. Uh, we're going to get rid of it. Uh, let's go, whatever. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's a ghost. 
And it's horrifying for everything that we've had and the style, which is very simple. If you've, like I said, I, it's one punch man kind of style, but even Mashal, that sort of thing, or like a high school family at points. But it has that, you know, really simple play. But it really plays off the emotions of it. It plays off the ridiculousness of it. And then when you get this, like, shady type of ghost going on, it actually does look more horrifying than a lot of other things just because of the way it's drawn. And there's a ghost there. And you end up even Taro seeing it. He's freaking out. And it says, shall I haunt your dreams too? And then comes into play and then almost gets to be like, the art of everyone else and the guy looks ridiculous and says you know or should i just you know skip the go into your nightmares crap how about i just grab you and throw you through the ceiling like i had to do if you think i'm so much nonsense but you end up where you're going to get a lot of classic stuff here this is where i guess it's taro says it's the trope of that it made me laugh so much uh but you end up, oh, my God, Hanako, you were right. There is a ghost here. Oh, my God, what are we going to do? Well, everybody's freaking out. And I say everybody because Reagan's freaking out. Oh, no. <laughs> so you end up where Hanako's screaming, that's the one that keeps headbutting me in my dreams. It's him. It's the ghost. And this is where you end up wondering, okay, is Reagan on the up and up? I mean, you keep going through these little things. We're told at the beginning, there's ghosts. Then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this is a guy just duping everyone. He is a snake oil salesman and taking advantage of people who are desperate and scared. Now all of a sudden there's a ghost and there he is. And he does end up using the salt splash attack. He ends up throwing salt at this ghost and you get a narration that says ferocious tossing of table salt. Reagan's signature move. Now, Make sure you realize it says table salt because the salt does go on this ghost. It's there in his hair. He's got kind of an afro kind of thing going. It's in his hair. It's on his shoulder. It's on his arm. And he says, uh, yeah, that's just regular salt you got from the supermarket. That that doesn't work. That kind of salt isn't what the people use. Indeed, they use salt, but it is more of a purified salt, not table salt from the su- and Reagan goes, huh, I didn't actually know that. Like, what? What are you doing? And you end up where the, the whole play, he's looking on his phone and the whole deal. It's, you know, ordinary table salt won't defeat him, even though it has iodine to prevent the goiter. That's nice to know. But he says, I have the only, I, I got to call him my ultimate weapon. And so up until this point, you don't even know really what this book is all about. He gets out his phone. Flip phone, which are big in this one. He ends up calling, go, hey, Mob, uh, yeah, uh, can you come and help me? Yeah, I'm at this building. We got these people. Here. Yeah, there, there's a ghost. The ghost is here, too. And, you know, it's this lady. She's having problems with this ghost. It's haunting her dreams, you know. And, and can you come quick? Because they seem very impatient. They, they, it looks like they, they want to get this moving. So can you just join us and we'll take care of this? Okay, thanks a lot. Bye. And you do see, like, the back of the person he's talking to. And then, boom, the next page, he's there. And it does have a narration that says his name is Shigio Kagiyama, known as Mob. Not the violent kind, as in just someone who's part of the crowd. An unimportant character in the background. Mob is Arataka Reagan's protege. But unlike Reagan, he's an actual superhuman. 
So there's a lot going on in that narration there. We get our main character, and it does even say as we continue, and he's the protagonist of the story, by the way. That's the thing I said at the beginning. We finally do see his very ordinary face. It spelled it out. He's just a guy who fades into the background. You know, he's just there. He's part of the crowd. But he's a superhuman, and he comes in, and this ghost just gets dissipated within one panel. I mean, the panel that they're giving you, the narration of Mob, the, the ghost is taken care of. It's done, done, and done. And so that's pretty impressive. Which also looks like a panties get thrown off of the guy that he had uh, around his head, but that's still, you know, whatever it is. You end up though where, okay, you have this kid. Let me find out. But the idea that he's able to fight these ghosts, but he's the protege of this Reagan who seemed to not even know that table salt would do nothing. So what's the deal? Now we get back to Shyster again, it seems, because you end up where. Mob then says, hey, Master Reagan, I told you to, you know, let me know ahead of time. These things don't grab me on a short notice. And yeah, Reagan is like, oh, listen, and he's really playing the idea of like the master who, oh, you know, anytime something happens, you can tell that this guy will say, well, I would have done that, but I, I want you to learn. Or I would have done it, but it really was way below my pay grade. So I called you and he's doing that in spades here where he says, oh, oh. You saved the day. All right. Well, I didn't know a ghost was going to show up, but really, you did pretty good. You have mobs say, you really aren't a spirit medium, are you? It's like, what? What are you talking about? He's all mad, sweaty all over. He's like, what are you talking about? That thing, that ghost was so weak, I barely even saw it. Like, I, I didn't even know. So I figured I needed you to come here because if I got involved, I, I would have killed everybody. Everybody would have melted. I would have been so powerful for that little measly thing that the power would have went nuts. And you end up even with that where he says everybody would have melted. And you end up having mobs say, really, I, I don't think that makes sense. Like, what do you mean melt? Uh, I don't know. But you end up where Reagan says, what? You know, what are you doing? You don't understand because I'm the master. I'll teach you all these things and, and we'll get going. But it ends then because this is the end where you end up where this Reagan, who seems like such a shit, says, listen, you know, you may not be that powerful, but what I'm doing, I'm teaching you. Remember, and plus, you kind of have this thing where you could go overboard. You could end up going and pretty much exploding. And that we none of us want that. So I'm the one who's teaching you. Remember your place. I'm your master. And said, if you misuse your power, you'll end up destroying yourself, Mob. I'll teach you how to keep it under control so it doesn't go berserk. And then you get progress toward Mob's explosion, 22%. You have that. And it's fun, too, because that, not that it was influenced by it. It kind of reminds me a bit right away of the meter that you have in Spawn. A lot of things have this, but that's what it kind of reminded me of at first. But by the end, this is where I was saying. The idea of at the end, you're like, what the heck is going on? But I kind of want to see, you know, is Reagan on the up and up? What's up with this mob explosion thing? There's a lot thrown at you in a way that isn't fully explained, but you don't feel like, you know, that you got ripped off either. Even in such a short, like 18 page chapter, it feels pretty complete, but it feels so crazy. Your head's spinning. You want to know what's going on. And it feels like, again, Nothing really connects or made sense, but the more you read it over and over, you realize it does, and it's pretty quirky and cool. But then you even have this little extra page 
where Taro's looking back at Hanako and I think that's her normal face because, you know, she ain't great looking. So overall, I really liked it. I really did. And again, I went to watch the anime and I said that I ended up, like I said, trying to get the names and see if it was Regan or Reagan. But as I said, I ended up watching a bunch of episodes. I ended up watching a bunch. I had to stop myself to actually then record here. So there's something to it. There, there really is. And it's very popular. So obviously there is a lot to it. So, And I, I think that, again, it's one of those quirky things that I got a kick out of it because it's nothing quite like anything I've read in Western comics and things like that. So that's why I have loved a lot of the manga that I've gone in. And it, it does end up being so wacky i wonder i know that luke actually said he liked it he didn't give me a score before he fell asleep but i'm and hopefully he's not getting like headbutted or thrown through a ceiling in his dreams right we don't want that but i think i'm gonna give it an 8.5 8.5 out of 10 i think it's a solid first chapter that gives you enough to get you really interested to go forward and then it becomes very very addictive as you go pretty short chapters eventually they get a little bit longer and whatnot but i say this a lot but this is definitely something that i could see a reading club for because it's so much fun but we'll see if there's even enough time in the day for that but thanks everybody for listening i hope you enjoyed this solo episode it's obviously going to be a little bit shorter when you're doing it solo you don't have another person yipping and yapping in your ear like a luke hollywood And I don't have a sound effects. I should have grabbed those, but it's also a very quick chapter. Luke actually said that me and him doing it better not last more than 20 minutes. Well, I can see by the timer that I went personally over that. So take that, Luke. Take that. But that's that. Please go over to our Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Then go and check out our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga where you can get a bunch of shows, including this Manga Monday show, seven episodes in advance, early access, and then all of our reading clubs and things like that, and help us out for everything that we do. So thanks, everybody, and I will talk to you later.